For most of us, having a car is essential, but millions of Americans may think their poor credit history will disqualify them from owning a new car. Not so, according to our next guest, who has some great tips to help you get that new ride. We welcome Edmunds.com Consumer Advice Editor Ronald Montoya to InfoTrack. Well, let's get the big picture as we start out. How large is the segment of buyers who have less than stellar credit? Are we talking about a lot of people? Well, it's about a third of all car shoppers, and it's gotten a little bit more in the last couple of years as the economy has gotten better. A lot of the credit companies have loosened up and offered more credit for consumers with poor credit. So what are some tips that you could offer for people who are, I guess, called subprime car shoppers, but they want a new car? Well, I think it's important to just kind of lay out a roadmap. So before heading directly to the dealership, you want to run your credit report to kind of see what your situation looks like, see what your credit score is, and take care of any items that may be outstanding, so any imbalances that you need to pay. This will improve your chances of getting approved once you do head to the dealership. And I guess you can do that for free at annualcreditreport.com. You can get a free report there on how you're doing with your credit. And this is something that car dealers will look at. when they're uh, deciding whether you qualify, right? Yeah, definitely. The car dealerships are going to look at your credit score and your credit history. So you want to make sure not only that it looks good, but also that you've been making your payments on time for at least six months leading up to the purchase of your car. This is going to show them that you have a proven track record of that. You know, you realize you've made some mistakes, but now that you're making your payments on time, they can count on you to make the payments on the new car you're about to buy. What would be the next step in the process to uh, try to get that new car? The next step is to get pre-approved. You want to get approved at more than one place so you have to compare the numbers because chances are you're going to be paying a higher interest rate since you have poor credit. So the more offers you get, the better you can sort of compare what the different interest rates are. So one of the ways we suggest is if you have a credit union or try your local bank, you want to apply with them first. And then once you have that, then you can head to the dealership and discuss what kind of options they have. And they may or may not be able to beat the rate, but at least you have some options available for you. That's very good advice, but I would imagine most people don't do that. They probably just go right to the dealership and try to negotiate something there. Yeah, it's true. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't get pre-approved, but this is one of the big pieces of advice that we've always preached here at Edmonds, which is the more options you have, the better it is for you as a consumer. You know, a lot of times you're sort of thinking, well, should I take this price? And, and if you don't have a basis for comparison, then you won't really know what to do here. But if you've gotten that approval ahead of time, the choice will be evident. Ron, what's your next tip in the list here? Well, once you are going to go down to the dealership to discuss it, we recommend bringing some options that are going to speed up the process. Some of the things that you need to bring with you is your most recent pay stub. You want to bring a utility bill. This is something they ask for to just kind of see your history of making payments. You want to bring your driver's license for identification. And one that's really important is to bring three personal references. These are, you know, not people from your work, but just kind of people you know that they can call in case they need to get hold of you if you haven't made the payments or if you're late on anything. It's just some references. And once you have this, this is going to greatly speed up the process. The next point that you have, I think, is very interesting, and maybe most people wouldn't think about it, but that's to stay within your price range. Talk about that. Once you've been approved for your loan, let's say you got approved for $20,000. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to buy a car that's $20,000. If you can find something for $17,000, for example, it's going to save you $100 a month or maybe more. So don't shop at the top of your range, but just kind of something where you feel like you're getting a good car and it doesn't reach the top of your range because then you can use the monthly savings to apply for insurance or for gas or for maintenance on the car. 
Now, obviously, having a new car is exciting, and it it's also can be practical because the car, you know, has many years left on it. But how does this compare with buying a used car if you have poor credit? Well, one of the things that you have to consider when you buy a used car is that although you're going to be saving money initially, you have to worry about maintenance on the car. And we tried to explore this on our own. When, a couple of years ago, we bought a used car for uh, about $3,400. We felt like we were going to get a great deal and we're going to save a lot of money. But we ended up having to put a lot of maintenance into the car and repairs like you know, the suspension needed to be taken care of, needed a new set of tires, it needed a new battery. And if you're buying a new car, you don't have to worry about any of those things. And if any repairs do come up, it's covered under the warranty. So you're not only driving a nicer car, but it's going to have a lot of those issues taken care of and you're going to be able to save money on maintenance. Thanks to Edmunds.com Consumer Advice Editor Ron Montoya for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thanks, Ron. Thank you. And that's it for this edition of InfoTrack. To get more information about our guests and topics, you can find InfoTrack online at TalkZone.com. InfoTrack is a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. Internet services provided by Pair.com. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporter Roy Mackey and our executive producer Randy Meyer. I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to catch us next time on another edition of InfoTrack.